holy wow, the feedback I'm getting from you guys about this new revelation, I guess you would say, or really just honing in on that frustration that is so prevalent within our industry. Um, The feedback has been amazing. So yes, and spell that out, amazing. It actually just lights me up and it is confirmation of what I feel the Lord has put on my heart and knowing that it is so ministering to you. So we are going to continue in that vein for the foreseeable future, really just just calling those things out and shining a light on them for you because I want to be that place where someone is saying what's in your head, but you're afraid to say it out loud. So it's me. I'm here. Message me on Instagram. Get in my DMs and tell me what is going on. How are you frustrated? And let's find a solution to that. It might be super simple. It might not. I don't know. But today we're going to talk about 10 ways the network marketing space itself, the social selling, the direct selling, whatever you want to call it, that industry is hurting itself and how is it hurting you? You've probably heard me talk about this multiple times, but we're going to get into it in just a second. See you in a bit. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Unicorns, we want to be different, right? And part of being different is understanding what isn't working or maybe what the problems are. And I've said this multiple times. You may have heard me say it on this podcast or on ones that I've been a part of or just anywhere that I love this industry. Like, let me get that first and foremost, straight out there. I hope that you know that. I absolutely love this industry. I love what it offers. I love the flexibility. I love the possibilities that are here. But with every pro are some cons. And I just want to be super clear that we're going to talk about some ways in which the network marketing direct selling space itself is hurting itself. This all 10 of these may be true of your company. One of these might be true of your company. And I really just want more than anything for you to take an honest look at what is in front of you. 
are these happening? Are you experiencing these things? So we've been on this path of shining a spotlight on these frustrations. It's it's something that I know so well. So if you're just listening in, it is something that is so near and dear to my heart because I felt frustrated for so long, but I didn't know what to do with it. So we just kind of hold on to it, right? And if you're in leadership to any degree, you're like, well, I'm just going to power through, right? We don't, we don't complain down, right? We'll, we'll share that up and you know, all that kind of stuff. You've, you've heard the whole thing, but the reality is sometimes that just doesn't take the frustration away. It's still there. And in my case, it was just growing, but I couldn't put my finger on it all. So we are going to shine that spotlight on a few things that, you know, I I think we have to know. We have to know the good and the bad. We can't have rose-colored glasses and say, oh, everything's amazing. Your team might be amazing. And that's awesome. That's where I came from. I had a great team. There were things, though, within our corporate structure and just the basic framework of my former company that just, it, it just wasn't working. So, You've heard my story. If you haven't, go back, listen to some episodes. You'll hear more about it. But today we're going to just, I'm just going to like rapid fire through these. And by rapid, of course, it's not going to be speedy. (laughs) I'll try. Um, But I want to talk about these 10 different ways that I've identified from my own experience and from my conversations with you. Because remember, if you start following me on Instagram at hey.its.michellecastro, I will reach out to you. I will send you a message. I will start a conversation. I want to hear from you. And so many of you have responded to me and it's awesome. I love hearing from you. So here we go. Is Do these apply to every single team? No. Do they apply to every single company? No. But In my experience, I've seen enough companies and teams who are guilty of so many of these, if not most of them. And disclaimer from the very beginning, if as we go through these, you're like, yep, that's my company. Yep, 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 yep. This might be a sign that it's time to consider other options. And there's multiple ways that you can go about that. Feel free to message me. We can set up a call and I can help you really decipher through those. It may mean that you stay exactly where you're at. It may not. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Number one, companies tend to um, not... That was a weird way of saying it. Let me try it this way. They don't encourage professional and personal development outside of the company. So... What I mean by that, you likely have amazing leaders within your company and they have trainings um, and they're teaching you about all kinds of things. But typically, 90% of that pertains to your company. It's exclusive to your company. I started with my former company when we would go to our convention or leaderships, anything like that. I was looking for the people that weren't with the company. I wanted to hear from people who who studied sales, who studied the science of things, who studied all those things, but weren't paid or related to our company exclusively because I wanted to hear their opinion. I wanted to hear from them. I wanted to hear from people who grew multi six, seven, eight figure businesses, but didn't have anything to do with the company that I was with. And what I found is there was a small 
small percentage of people who sought personal and professional development outside of the company. I mean, masterminds, courses, even just reading professional development books outside of your company. And sadly, it wasn't something in my experience that was encouraged. It was a stay here, drink from our exclusive business well, and you'll be fine. And you might be. But... What I'm going to tell you is most leaders, most successful leaders at the very tippy top are seeking development, professional and personal development outside of the company. So if you want to be that person, you want to be at the top of your company, you need to do things that the leaders are doing. You can look at a, you know, anyone. I I think one thing that I remember from Dave Ramsey is He was like, if I want to be a millionaire, I want to spend time around millionaires and do what millionaires do. It's the same thing within your business. If you want to be at the top of the company, you need to spend time with those people at the top of the company and do what they do. Number two, you are encouraged to brand your company rather than you. Uh, Friend, you are the brand. You are. You happen to have a product or a service that you sell that's part of another company. But let me be very clear. And I did an episode about branding briefly, um, just a couple, maybe last week, a couple weeks ago. And um, you're not the, your company is not the brand. Branding is not necessarily colors and a logo and all that kind of stuff. And while that can be part of it, You are the brand. Who are you? Who do you serve? What do your clients want? What is it that they're looking for? What are their pain points? All of that kind of stuff. You are the brand. Start branding you and stop branding the company. Because again, spoiler alert, there's a very good chance you're not going to be with that company for the next year, two, five, 10, 20, 30 years you'll probably go someplace else. And then you're gonna be like, oh great, I spent all my time branding them as the authority. I'm the authority. Number three, structure, um, their structure is limited. So we're running in this inclusive society, but the traditional the traditional network marketing structure is not is not geared to truly help everyone win. Holy moly, think about that for just a second. Think about your, um, not income disclosure, your um, commissions and your, you know, how that all works. Is it something that your entire team can win from? Let's just be perfectly honest. Think about your team, or if you don't have a team, think about the people that um, are interested potentially in joining your team. And how many of them are going to want to grow a team? Probably not too many of them. They might say that they do, but we know the reality is not a lot of them do. So in a traditional network marketing structure, you sell products and you grow a team. But really, to maximize that pay and that commission and those bonuses, you have to grow a team. Well, Come on, people, we got to like evolve with the times. So if your company is not evolving to where they've got a dual-sided compensation plan where you can grow an amazing team, or I'm sorry, where you can build a thriving business, um, 
on product sales by growing your customers exclusive or, or independent of your team. So I just went to uh, Cabo. I earned a trip to Cabo. There were people there who don't have a team. They earned the trip based upon their product sales, their customer growth only. How awesome is that? Like think about your team and if you had um, that structure in place, what would that look like? Would it look like everyone could win? Now, for me personally, I'm like, I want the, I want customers and I want to grow a team. So I get to maximize the pay structure. So is that something that your, your company is doing? Are they like growing with the times? So that's another way that this industry is hurting themselves. They're not evolving with what is going on and the gig economy and that instant pay and all of those different things. Number four, technology. Is your site down all the time? <laughs> is it constantly undergoing maintenance? Is it Does it not look professional? You know, you want to be able to feel confident in sending your customers and your clients to your page that it's not going to crash, that it's not constantly like filled with, here's how to join the business. Here's how to join the business. Like when you go to Nordstrom's website, like you don't want it blaring all over the place saying, join our team. No, you're there because you want to see whatever, the half yearly sale or, you know, whatever you're going for, maybe down at the very bottom in small print, there's like, hey, available, you know, job offerings or whatever it might be. So is it something professional? Is it something that you feel confident in sending your team to? And this is a way that I'm seeing a lot of companies within the network marketing space are really not hitting the mark. Their technology is not up to date. And friend, if you're running a virtual business, your technology needs to be on point, right? Okay, number five, they haven't changed with the times. They're still running the same comp plans and wanting different results. So kind of along the lines of the structure being limited, but yeah, everything is still the same. They're still doing the party plans. They're still doing all those things. I talked to... um a listener not too long ago and she was saying she recognized like things needed to change and obviously she can't change the comp plan but she was really trying to do things differently and how difficult that was because you're you're still limited by what the company has structured so that's really hard. I, I hear that um, so so loud and clear. Number six, you are encouraged to dabble. I heard this quote the other day um, by Justin Sua. The great ones don't dabble. They show up every day, pay attention, do the pay attention to the details, and are deeply committed to the process, even when it gets hard. Oh my goodness gracious. So there's this dabble mentality, the side gig mentality. It is absolutely killing you. It's killing your reputation and it's killing your business. So I want you to think for a minute, whether you currently work a full-time job or you likely have at one point, what if you worked your business, your network marketing business with the same mentality, I'm sorry, what if you worked your full-time job with the same, you know, side gig, uh, you know, dabble type mentality? Would you still have your full-time job? Uh, I'm going to go with a no. I know the company that I was with before, 
we would constantly say, like, you can work your business in the nooks and crannies. Well, friend, I don't want nooks and crannies. I don't want, that's the time where I like, you know, fold laundry or do the things that I don't really want to do. If you're looking to grow a four, five, six figure monthly income, then you can't do that in just, you know, breadcrumbs. Like you got to take away that dabble mentality. And I, I have watched this happen where it is absolutely hurting you, your business, and this industry as a whole. Okay, number seven, you're not trained how to truly harness and understand the methodology behind the power of social media. Friend, posting isn't just putting up a post. It's like turning the lights on in your brick and mortar, sitting back in a chair and waiting for the flood of people to come. It doesn't work that way. If you had a business at the mall and you went to that business and you turned the lights on, That's not enough, is it? You need to be really marketing your business. So really thinking about what are you doing? You can post, absolutely. But is your post maximizing what you have? Is it really, um, are you really sending it to your ideal client? Is it something that they want to see? So look through your social media. Is that something that would draw you in? Is your social media product, 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 product? Or are you taught about the methodology behind posting? Are you taught a strategy about how to truly run your business? Unfortunately, I don't see that happening a whole lot. Number eight, you've been told All you need is Wi-Fi and a dream. You've likely posted it. I did a long time ago. Friend, that is hurting your business. Um, Do you really believe that? You're going to need a whole lot more than Wi-Fi and a dream to actually be successful. It's great. You have a dream. I encourage that. You do need Wi-Fi. I mean, that's just facts. But you're going to need a whole lot more than that. Are you treating your business like a business or is it this like, you know, I can just do it whenever. And that's not that's not true. This takes work. Number nine, systems. I mean, really, if there's anything that we have talked about agnosium, it is systems. So let's think about your onboarding. Most companies onboarding is extremely labor intensive. So I had a, a great size team in my former company. And there were times where I was like, I don't want to bring new people on because it is so exhausting and tiresome to get them up and running. So friend, this is something that we see often. A system is streamlined. It's proven. It works. It works. It works not just for you, the person bringing someone on, but it works for the new enrollee, the new distributor, the new consultant who's brought on. Like it is simple. Now, are you having more conversations than typical? Absolutely, because this person's new. They likely have questions, but you also have resources available that makes this super, super easy. Uh, Number 10, leadership. The 10th way that I see network marketing industry hurting itself is leadership. So leadership isn't just a title. So that 
is certainly part of it, but a title is just that. It's it's a title. A title doesn't mean that you can actually lead. I've seen this firsthand. This is kind of that whole like, you know, once you see something, you can't unsee it anymore. The company I was with loved my leaders. They were great, but they were leaders in that they had achieved a title, a promotion. There wasn't a whole lot of training and true leadership that I saw going on. So I did my pivot, right, in January. And I was just talking to one of my newest girls who actually came from my former team. And she was like, Michelle, I cannot believe the leadership here. Like they show up. So we basically have a staff meeting uh, three times a week. And it is a, it is phenomenal. I absolutely love it. And, and this is that you like, once you see it, you can't unsee it. We didn't have that before. And once I started this and saw how vital it is and how engaging it is for our team as a whole and how it really helps understand, keep everyone focused and understanding like, what is our objective? What do we have going on right now? What is it that is important at this moment? That's leadership. You see your leaders actually doing what needs to be done. And they're leading from the front. Like, blow my mind. So leadership is so incredibly huge. And I've said this multiple times. Like, there are people you will buy products from and there's people that you will join a business with and build a business with. Very often, they are not one in the same. So here are 10 ways that I have seen the network marketing industry hurting itself and you. Not You're not being encouraged um, to really seek out professional development. You're not encouraged to brand yourself. You're really encouraged to brand the company. Number three, the structure is limiting. Number four, technology. Number five, the comp plans. They haven't evolved with time. Number six, you're really just encouraged to dabble, kind of have that side gig mentality. Number seven, you're not truly trained how to harness and strategize and use social media. Number eight, you're just being told it's Wi-Fi in a dream. That's it. That's all you need. And it takes more than that. Number nine, systems. I mean, you can go back through and see all the episodes that I've talked about systems, what they are and how important they are. And number 10, leadership. Leadership is absolutely vital. So what do you do with all of this information? Well, first, you need to see, like, how does your company stand up? Is is your company really helping you to win? Can you be successful? Can you bring, and it's not just enough for you to be successful, but can you bring somebody else on who can also be successful, who maybe isn't as um you know, a go-getter as you are. So some of these are going to be more um, inhibiting to them. You got to think about that too. You might be successful, but can other people succeed as well? What are you going to do with that information? So you come away with this and go, yeah, my, my company, awesome. We are knocking these things out of the park. Like we we get this. Or you walk away saying, you know what? Some of these just are not working for me. So it's time now to evaluate. What are you going to do? Are you going to stay or are you going to go? There's other options out there, friend. It's okay to pivot. It's okay to find something new. 
I, um, so on that, no, on that friend, I so encourage you to really just take ownership of your business. Do what is best for you, your family, and your business. Really, really think through that. Pray through that and see where the Lord would have you. Okay, friend, I absolutely love you. I am so incredibly thankful for you. If you're listening to this, the day that it airs, we are in the week of Thanksgiving, and I just adore you. We could not have grown this community um, to what it is without you. It would mean so much to me if you have not already done so. If you would go and subscribe to the Growth Against the Grain podcast, would you share this in your stories? Take a screenshot, tag me at hey.its.michellecastro, and I will... I will share it in my stories and thank you because it means absolutely the world to me. In fact, the best way you can celebrate Thanksgiving and show me your appreciation for this for this show and this podcast is really just by doing that, by subscribing, by sharing it in your stories, and then leave a comment. If this has resonated with you, whether it's this episode or any other episode, if this has resonated with you, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave a comment. It would just fill me up so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, friend. I pray that you have a blessed Thanksgiving. And if this has just touched a nerve in your heart and you want to, you know, bounce ideas off of anybody, I'm here for you. I would absolutely love to do that, you can schedule a free one-on-one chat with me where we can go through some of those things and I will help you just be able to be a sounding board or be a sounding board for you. Have an amazing day and I pray that your Thanksgiving is, well, delicious and fun. <laughs>